It is official. Alex Morello is building an arena, just not in Arizona. Let's discuss. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes, the number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I am your host, Robin Leonio, alongside We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available everywhere you get your podcast, including now on the Sirius XM radio app. we got a great show for you on today's episode because we're going to talk a little about Alex Morello and, uh, and building stuff because he's building an arena, Matthew. Not in Arizona, though. He's building an arena in Reno, Nevada. All right. I want to lead with this, all right, because the the trolls are not only uncreative, all right? You're not, but y'all are dumb. If you don't have the lines feeded to you, you won't you won't do them. So you usually watch the first, you know, 90 seconds. Here you go. The new joke is Alex Morello would rather build a college arena double the size of the current one to move the team to. There you go. No matter what, they will still play at a college arena. You are welcome. Uh, I will take my $11,000 a week for my writing. And uh, let, let's let's get back to this, Robin. <laughs> let's get back to it. You know, the it's interesting. Um some people, some people did fall into the trap because all they saw was Alex Morello, Nevada Arena. That's all they saw, and and Casino. That's all they saw, and they're like, "Oh God, the Coyotes moving!" They're like, no, they're going to Let's... yeah, they are going to Reno. They've been trying to get rid of this team for years. Reno is perfect. A ten thousand seat arena is better than a 4,600 4, seat arena. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. Let's, I mean, I mean, besides the fact, right? Because people only just read the headlines, and that's why people go crazy because they just read the headlines and they're like, and they go berserk. So let's provide a little bit of context. You said, as you said, it, it is a 10,000 seat arena of a complex attached to the Grand Sierra Resort, a casino that Alex Morello owns. Who is playing in this venue? It is not a professional sports team. It is the University of Nevada basketball team. Yep. Also, it's 10,600. Okay, Robin, we got to get our journalism correct on this show. Got to make sure we are getting just the facts on this show. Sure. <laughs> yes, 100%. Um, you know, we like to round. So let's round up to 11,000 for just for, you know. Can we round up to 20? I think that's funnier. <laughs> no, I think, it's round a, I, think it's a, I think that's a little too much. A little too much right there. Arizona math, nearest, come on. We rounding can't count. Us to, true. Rounding up to the nearest <laughs> uh, to the nearest thousand is good enough for me. So the, roughly an 11,000 seat, um, seat venue for the University of Nevada, which is actually a smaller, a smaller arena than where Nevada currently plays. But honestly, it seems like it probably make more sense based off where it is and in down it's it's in freaking downtown reno right i think that's where grand sierra resort is um i, can look it up while, while I know talking. i think if i'm not mistaken it's on the row which is apparently like which th those who are not in tune with uh 
Reno, Nevada, um, as someone that lived only a few hours away, yes, San Jose is only about a four or five hour drive away from Reno, Nevada. Um, the row is Reno's equivalent to the strip. It's along the 395 or 580, whatever part of the freeway you're on. There's a Chickies and Pete's there. I want to see like, the actual view. Is it not quite... Is it not on the row? Uh, it looks like it's a little off to the off to the side here. It's closer to the airport. It's it's basically a skip hop and a jump away from the airport. So Alex Morello loves having arenas by airports, and oh, I, I don't it I don't hear off. that You're one. Right. You know, I don't hear anyone crying about it being too close to the airport and 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 whatnot over there. So I'm just saying, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so there's a lot of things going to it. It's supposed to be an arena that's, I think, is about, um, I mean, part of the complex, I think, is like maybe close to a billion dollars. But I think the arena itself is what I think is about, I think they said about $400 million or something like that. It's a lot of money. Well, the, the price um, was in here. I thought it was $440 million And it's the initial phase of a potential $1 billion enhancement to that 150 acre site. That is a quote from the Nevada independent. So credit there to Howard Sturtz and Carly. Oh my God. I cannot pronounce the name. Carly. Yes. <laughs> should, should have done this live. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But it's, you know, it, it still is, uh, you know, an interesting thing, you know, I think especially again, like I mentioned, you know, hockey fans are just going berserk because of a lot of different things. Um, we're gonna we, we will debunk everything and kind of talk about you know the impacts in a little bit too. Um, but I think it really is important that everyone that so many people wanted to associate this with the Coyotes just because it's Alex Morello's name. Um, if you don't know, I mean, Alex Morello is a businessman. He does what he wants. Doesn't have to be necessarily like. If, if the owner of the Toronto Maple Leafs built an arena in, um, let's say, in uh, in Sudbury, Ontario, what are people going to think? I mean, no one's going to think they're going to move the Maple Leafs to Sudbury. It makes no sense. The only thing I saw was just someone missed the opportunity at a good joke and was just like, oh, if this goes through, but Tempe had problems – and and calling him like a cheapskate, and I'm like, I don't know. Uh, they they announced it as a private venture of over 440 million dollars. Doesn't really sound like cheapskate, but then again, the same oh, people that, like claim the Coyotes thought, couldn't great, pay their bills when they did thought within 24 hours. We'll get to on the other side <laughs> of this quick ad break. And today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Love the convenience of getting you want right to your door. DoorDash delivery. You can stock up for a week uh, for the week and order last-minute cravings conveniently. You trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. Get exactly what you ordered, and we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries, ju uh, just like you pick them yourself. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $25 value when you use the code LOCKED. At checkout, limited time offer. Terms apply. That's fifty percent off, up to twenty dollars. No minimum subtotal, 
and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and the App Store. Enter the code LOCKED. Don't forget, that's the code LOCKED for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. And I can personally um, really, you know, give some, you know, some of my personal endorsement to DoorDash. I am a, I'm a Dash Pass subscriber. I get a lot of my stuff off DoorDash, and I can really trust them. Get my stuff delivered all the time. So be sure to check out DoorDash for your grocery delivery. But Matt, let's get, let's let, let's get to what you just talked about, though, in saying in saying, hey, yeah, this is a private venture, because um, yes, that's what it is. It is a it is a private it, it is pr- a privately funded venture by Alex Morello as he made as he struck a deal on um, to build it for once again University of Nevada basketball team among other events, um, and it it really interests me because. It shows that Alex Morello is a you know like a man of his word that he put, he's putting money where his mouth is and he's building stuff with his own money. People people didn't believe that. He told Tempe things like oh taxpayer taxpayer taxpayer. We're looking at again a man who's willing to put his own money up front to build stuff. And this and this thing in in, in Reno is a, is another example as to what he what he wants to do. Would you like another quote so we can have the exact quote here on the episode? Let's hear it. So, quote: Morello said he plans to privately finance the arena project, an arrangement similar to the one used for the three hundred seventy five million dollar eighteen thousand seat T Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And the rendering is right there, like the hotel casinos right here, and then boom, this big arena. It becomes a lot easier when you already own the land, and you're already just building it on your existing development. But right there, uh, the the quotes can obviously be a little misleading. And I I, I could say I plan to wake up tomorrow at four in the morning, crank a bunch of videos out, and then go to work, and then wake up at seven thirty. So obviously, just a little bit of devil's advocate, but. He does say right here he plans to privately finance this project, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was some assistance from the the school because they're going to be using the facility. It's basically going to it's basically going to be theirs. Oh yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the university is probably um, somebody like putting up money because I think you know it's, to put up money as a public university. There's a, there's a lot of different processes in it. They wouldn't even put up money. I think they put up probably certain resources or whatever it is, right? Logically, that or if they had pretty much if they had like because people don't realize NCAA, uh, they're all nonprofits. NCAA is a nonprofit. All the schools have to run as nonprofits. nonprofits. So I'm, I'm pretty sure there's methods that you can you can uh, generate some revenue from export and and put it over here so that way it is it is not a profit technically. <laughs> There are ways to do it, just just to be technical. And again, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm sorry, cynical Matt's coming out. I haven't been cynical Matt in a while. <laughs> yes, but again, under, as there's, this is the gate said, there's still there's still different. There's still multiple ways you can look at it, but. The uh, the money in, in the money itself on the surface, Alex Morello is paying for it. Um, yeah. and in a and again, as you said, said is in a similar structure to the T Mobile Arena. Um, it could have been in a half somewhat similar to what 
they're expecting was in a much much smaller scale what the Tempe Entertainment District was supposed to be. Um, but I actually want to touch on the that number because you know back uh, that would have been 2017 it opened, so the construction would have been like 2016 or 2015. 375 million is a lot of money. Uh, that's just for the arena because obviously they just get the land, put the arena right there, and they own the arena. The the owner for the Golden Knights owns that arena. It's not a public arena. It's weird that a, an think arena with companies own it. Technically, I think MGM owns part of it. If I'm not mistaken. MGM. Oh, do they help finance it? Because it's all yeah. private. But it, a building with like eight thousand fewer seats is now like a hundred, almost a hundred million dollars more. That's just ridiculous. It just shows also, how how I mean how expensive things are getting, and mm-hmm. a lot of. And a lot of different factors going into it. Um, inflation, for one, because um, everything is getting more expensive. You know, the uh, the value of the dollar is not as strong as it was seven years ago, seven mm-hmm. eight years ago. Um, that's just that's just how things are, unfortunately. Um, but we're not here to talk politics and economics because we're not a show back. And that is, um, I'll talk economics. We can do we can do economics. It's non-political. No, we're not, show, but we're not a show that's <laughs> geared towards that. You look at other shows that can be geared towards that. I mean, we can roughly kind of give an idea, but it, it's just how things is. It is just, you know, it still baffles me that, um, yeah, like I mentioned in the first segment, the people automatically associated this with the Coyotes and assumed that maybe he just gave up on building something in, in the valley and now he's just trying other things and i'm like no honestly matt i think this is a sign to kind of give the kind of give maybe a little bit of nudge to arizona and be like hey look i'm privately financing this thing here in nevada we could do the same thing here but a much bigger scale and i can get you a nice shiny new arena for the arizona coyotes at this point, I'd, I'd be okay with scrapping the district and just getting an arena. Just just put up the money to just build an arena. Uh, screw it. Uh, this, this is America. Put a put a flag with I'm your not, face on it. We, just go as, take a bunch of people's as land. The, as, as the opponents to the, um, to the Tempe Entertainment District always said, oh, the, uh, um, the arenas don't make revenue. It, it 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 what's the best way to say this? As someone who has gotten a peek at at numbers before, uh, the the best way to say it is arenas do not generate all the revenue. They do not generate the majority of the revenue. If you want to make things very profitable, you want to have the entertainment district because you're only going to have so many events. All right, so for let's take jobbing.com arena. You had 41 hockey games, like three or four preseason games. That's a total of 45, unless my math is terrible. We aren't getting playoffs, so we're not going to count extra playoff games. Extra Coyotes-related events, let's just say about another five, because that should make it an even 50. And then you have any concerts or other events you want to host, let's just say somewhere between 20 and 30. There are still a lot of dark days, a lot of off days, a lot of days where the building would be considered black, because you're going from one event to the other. So there's plenty of times where the building is down 
for various reasons or uh hey man i've seen i've seen arenas get converted from um from from a, one sport to another or one event to another in a matter of like hours i've watched it happen when i'm there as media um or even there just uh, for other other events i literally stuck around i think at a at an arena football game um back in um back in the bay area uh and then it was an autograph session and while that was going on there was kind of some also some uh um transitioning going on back to uh the san jose sharks ice they're trying to just yeah. getting it done right away like it happens like i you know that happens you're, it happens fast but you're right you know events happen stacked upon stacked upon stacked and um, they make money, but they don't, but like you said, it doesn't make all the revenue. And I feel like that's the, that's the situation of why Alex Morello wants to build a giant entertainment complex here in the Valley is because he wants to try to make sure he wants to try to get his money back quicker. Yeah. Let's say your building's active for a hundred days. Now, we're not talking about the Staples Center or MSG where it's like, you know, 300 days a year. That, that's it's almost to, yeah, year round. that way. It wouldn't be that way, especially <laughs> because, um, you know, uh, Staples Center or Crypto.com Arena, whatever it's called now. Um, for now. <laughs> for now. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it is the, like, you know, there's, I mean, there's also the LA Forum, but it really is like the major thing, the, the major venue um, for arena in, um, into Los Angeles, you know, in, in Los Angeles, in, in the Valley, what we got, there's, there's a diamond, there's footprint, there's, um, tech, even, uh, even, even the madhouse, there's like, there's so many different venues that hold a crap ton of people, um, that would be vying for competition technically. Yeah. But you know, you're only open active for X amount of days. And you generate some decent money, uh, but if you have like Westgate, you know, just as an example, it is still open 365. You have all the different uh, restaurants or whatnot, and if you own the the land there, you have all of them paying you rent. So they are running around 365. You are collecting money on rent. You're collecting money on different revenues, depending on the deals you have struck with everyone. That's where all of the money is. So for the Coyotes, who have never turned a profit, all right, you have everything else to balance out what the Coyotes haven't made in profit yet. And then as they become profitable, it becomes a little less of a worry, but you still have yourself set up for essentially a little perpetual motion machine that actually works. Uh, and, and that's what you like to have a little bit of a closed loop system, as it were. Makes sense. I think I think we can uh, get our get our thoughts cl closed in just a sec. But first, we're going to do another just a really quick break to hear from our sponsors. So, let's get some final thoughts on here, Matt, just so we can kind of you know get get, get wrap everything up about this episode. Um, as we kind of talk about a lot of different things, but you know, again, back to the main idea, Alex Morello building an arena in, in Reno, Nevada. And as a reminder to everyone, no, this is not a sign about or anything about the Arizona Coyotes. He's still trying to build an arena 
a comp in a, a district right here in the valley. Um, like I mentioned in the second segment, I do believe it is a sign of that he is again, he is maybe maybe even like a double down. He's like, hey, look, I'm building here. Let's build here too. I actually completely disagree. As someone with all the inside information, I can give you my exclusive breaking story now. As someone who's been working in Tempe again, I can confirm the Arizona Coyotes have been moving all of their stuff out. They have been selling off all of their assets, and they are, in fact, planning on moving to Reno, Nevada, because that was always the plan. They wanted to just get that last little bit of goodwill out. Hey, we tried, and then now we are going to Reno to play in a bigger college arena because uh, Reno better than ASU. I, I don't have the Forks Up equivalent for them, but whatever theirs is something about the world it doesn't matter (laughs) i can confirm because he never wanted to sell the coyotes he still wants them he just wants them closer to where he lives so i can confirm this is breaking news this does need to be clipped and put on our twitter account and spread everywhere i have seen it for myself the coyotes are in fact relocating uh and uh they'll just be playing in a slightly bigger college arena (laughs) Because it sure is a great idea to move into a city with split territory between the Vegas Golden Knights and San Jose Sharks. Oh, that that they've already taken care of that because San Jose is drawing such little people. They're also relocating. They're the ones that are going to Quebec City. Quebec, you are getting your team back. I've been on the phone all day just taking calls for the last week, making sure to get this information correct. All right, so to reiterate, the Coyotes are moving to Reno, Nevada. The San Jose Sharks are relocating to Quebec City. Atlanta Thrashers are coming back as as an expansion franchise. And, of course, I pulled off the heist of the century. But I will tell you about that later. Ooh. Wow, what's a tease? That's a tease. (laughs) I feel like I can't wait. (laughs) Nope, no more. No moss. (laughs) No final thoughts. Nope, that's it. Coyotes are leaving. That's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, and subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube and on the Sirius XM radio app. Don't forget to interact with us on social media and Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked on Coyotes. And on X at LO underscore Coyotes. One X. <laughs> One. <laughs> One single X. <laughs> I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. That's Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us. Ask a question you might have. We might answer right back. We're on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. 